Buenos dias. To hear the entire album, just say, play this album. Cancel, Alexa. Thank you. <laughs> Welcome to Heaven on Earth Podcast. This is OG. Happy Thursday, guys. So, I started this, and then, uh, I guess a bug had came in when I had came inside. So, you know, I kill all bugs. I do not care. And as I was killing the bug, um, I heard, I was born by the river. And I looked up on my um, oven clock because, you know, when, you know, when the power go out and the, and, the, um, and the clock be reset or whatever, I just haven't fixed it. So I didn't even care. But it's funny because when I looked up, it was 144. And I said, Alexa, play, um, play that song. And she played it. And I channeled this song for Sagittarius like a couple months ago. And today is Jupiter, which is even funnier because I told Sagittarius, I said, change going to come. And as long as you are open to being, because he always said he was born by the river. <coughs> oh, somebody got to say something, throat. But um, when, he, when he said that he was born by the river, I always understood that of like, you were born to be open to your emotions. You were born to allow emotions to flow. And having that faith of going through the trials and tribulations of like, it's not always sweet on the journey. And there are some times where you just want to cry, but accepting that you want to cry or accepting whatever you feel at that time is probably the most important thing. And another part that I got from it was when he said that he went to his brother to say to help him and his brother didn't. Yesterday, we read in Luke um, in regards to like family and another day I want to say either it was either Monday or Sunday I don't know when we did talk about family in the um in the Bible whatever and God was saying you know like you can't even trust family you can't even trust your husband tell your husband your wives or whatever and yesterday in the Bible Luke God said I'm going to turn fathers against their sons sons against their fathers daughters against their mothers mother against their daughters mother-in-laws against daughter-in-laws because see we're getting to this energy of becoming an individual despite of what you've gone through. So when when God says that he's going to have each of them go 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 against each other, it's basically because one has woken up to the other. And at this time the energy is being revealed of what the under what the underlying animosity whether it was consciously or subconsciously, is coming from from father to son. And the inner standing, as you guys would say, and the realization of the animosity, now it's now the son ha- has this this view of the father. Same thing in the mother's light, same thing in the mother-in-law and the daughter-in-law of why mother-in-laws are very jealous of the daughters and all. Because of the fact of you're taking their son and that's a weird that's a weird type of relationship. It's very unhealthy. See, what I got from that is God is going to show the unhealthiness of connections during this time of the maternal wound that has been revealed and that is being healed and being prepared for departure. And I was like, so God, why is it this? Why isn't this healing? Like, why? Why isn't this like? Why is this departure? He said, because you guys already realized in cancer season that people sacrifice your love, your safety, your heart for their own benefit. They didn't care. 
I said, damn, that's crazy because you're right. We had a whole season about that. He said, yeah, and since Pluto went direct, the last five and a half months, you guys have had to use, you guys have been in the Capricorn energy of Pluto, which is toxicity and, you know, very malicious and, you know, um, very uh, malicious and and um, vicious things. You guys had to handle that that energy the last five and a half months with cancer energy, which would be nurturing. So where other people were taking from you being toxic towards you, you were being more loving to yourself and prioritizing what you saw as home. So even if it meant that you tried to give extra love to those that you didn't feel love from, it made you realize, damn, you really would sacrifice our relationship for your own insecurities, for your own envy, for your own, for your own, uh, just your own benefit. Damn, that ain't real love. And it's funny, we keep talking about this word eternal, I mean, this word eternal. And God put that in my, um, God put that in my spirit when he gave me the, was it acronym? I don't know, whatever they call it when you have a word and you got letters that make up, the, whatever. The acronym of SAFE. God said, because the acronym for SAFE is sacred, effective, free, and eternal. And this is all an energetic field. And I said, that's crazy because in the last week's podcast, we talked about intimacy. So in, 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 in that podcast, I also said the same thing. I said, with, if you can't feel those four things within the intimate relationship, then therefore there is no safety there. And so... I said, oh, okay, let's go a little bit deeper on the word about what you're saying about this departure thing. He said, because I'm taking those that I have given the spirit of Christ in them, I'm taking them to safety. I keep telling you that people are going to be like put up and it's to be put up for safety. And I was like, God, that's crazy that you say that because I feel like our spirits are having us do these things of where we're, we're feeling this, this push to, to go there, or we're getting these, these, these little nudges and hint, hint and clue clues of to where the next steps will be. I posted some videos the other day and it was about something specific. And God said, take it back, go delete all that shit. It's not about, and it's, it wasn't, you know, let me not even say that it wasn't God. It was my higher self, which who is connected to God. And she said, go delete that shit. And I'm like, damn, sis, like, what's wrong? You know, we always do a diary. She like, nah, 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 nah. I get that. But right now, you, 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 you talking too much about things. And you might not be thinking you are talking about it, but so many people have you under observation. And I said, damn, what they observing? And we all got the same 365. She said, it does not matter. Mercury's in Libra. Therefore, people are trying to figure out how can I balance my skill in that way? Because I like their outcome. I said, damn, that's crazy. So in today's, um, in today's glitter, I mean, not glitter, in today's uh, virtual diary, God had brought up magnetism and he brought up magnetic. Now, there is a such thing as a gift of mag- magnetism and not everybody has it. So God told me to not go in depth about it because when you describe things to people, they automatically assume that they have it and they really don't based off of maybe just key points that they can take away. If you have the gift, then honestly, you know, it's not as big of an honor as we think um, until God literally shows you why it's an honor to have that gift. Normally, your whole life has been spent in uproar. It's been spent in regret and, and downing yourself and negative talking and envy and just it, it, it really you really don't have 
you really don't have such a good light about it. So there's a lot of people that will think that they have the gift of magnetism and they will glorify it. And in reality, it's really nothing to be glorified until you have a clear understanding with God. It really isn't. You see, it's actually the biggest curse ever because it comes with so much bravery. It comes with so much enlightenment. It comes with so much discipline. It comes with so much of it to where you just want to be normal. I remember I used to cry as a kid and I used to be like, God, I just want to be normal. Why is it always when I do something, my name, my name used to be brought up into things as a kid and situations in school. And I used to be like, I wasn't even fucking there. Why is my name even being brought up in that shit? Why, why? I ain't got nothing to do with that. And then it would be a time where I would feed into that energy of just trying to be a normal kid. But since who I am, it, it, it literally enhanced the situation to make it bigger than what it is. I remember I used to cry to my ministry and I used to be like, why? Why is it always me? Why, is it, why can't I just be normal? Why is everybody trying to make it seem like I'm just something so big? You don't understand the gift of mag- magnetism until you understand the intimacy and the connection with God. Because once God has put you in a safe place with him spiritually, then you can start seeing the benefits of your gift. So God says, I don't want you to speak about this to the public because people will automatically assume that they have that gift and they don't. And it's not for you to feel like, oh, well, why don't I have it? It's just you either got it or you don't. It's nothing to be upset about. You have your own gifts. See, God is getting me to this point where it's, it's certain things. He wants me to discuss and other things he doesn't because, see, what happens is you guys come to you come for to me and to others for guidance. And then you try to mold everything that we've taught you. What like, you know, one thing I'm realizing a lot of people are doing now and I'm trying not to get irritated because of the fact of I do understand it's not coming from a place of desperation. It's coming from a place of knowledge. But people are just asking me the dumbest shit. They're asking me the dumbest shit, shit that they need to really ask themselves. Like you have, you put so much trust. You put your trust in a nigga, stupid hoe, how you figure. Cause why the fuck do you trust me so much to ask me that shit? Like, have you ever asked yourself first? You know, when people bring up things and, and, and sometimes I always want to put my input on things because I mean, I have insight and I have this, this thing about me always being right. But I realized that that's the ego thing. So let me step into this intuition, this loving, this grace energy. Let me put the, the, the encouragement in others to say, what do you think? What did God tell you? Did you talk to God about it? I know you can feel my godly spirit as you are in my presence, but can you talk to God first? Because see, I, already, I, 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 I report to God. I'm a boss underneath the Lord. The Lord is my boss. You see what I'm saying? I was made a big homie through my big homie. You see what I'm saying? So as much as I know as a, as a big homie, you want to come to me so I can put you up on game. There's a part of, of me that wouldn't be assist. Like it, it, there's a part of me that wouldn't be a better assistance to you. If I just gave you all the answers all the time, I got to let you fly. I got to let you figure out some of those things on your own. I've given you, I've given you the structure. I've given you the guidelines. I've given you the rules. Now you got to apply those rules to your life. And so this time of this maternal wound is having us understand that God has given us the blueprint. 
He's given us the rules, the commandments. He's given us all the information we need to know. It's your decision to see if you're going to utilize that. And so he brought that back into motherhood because, you know, a mother's instinct always right about what's going on. So your mother can give you all types of insights. She can give you all types of things of, you know, when your mom used to be like, that girl ain't your friend. You'd be like, that's not, that's not true. And come to find out she was right because she had to let you learn that on her, on your own. There were also lessons that our mother was supposed to teach us in regards to emotional maturity, our intuition, our emotions, our feelings, our peace, our grace, our boundaries on an emotional level, our mental. And there were lessons that they unfortunately could not pass along. And that comes from not being able to complete the tasks that were given to them with the blueprint they received. Now, I'm not saying the blueprint that they received was accurate, but see, at the end of the day, there was always a choice to be made. Hey, God, this blueprint that I got, it seems to be a little bit uh, confusing. Can you help me? It's like going to the tutor for help. It's the same thing when your mom used to help you with homework and she's like, if John had two fucking apples, stop fucking playing. You're being so fucking stupid. That emotional unavailability came from a mother's aspect, if you want me to be honest with you. The reason why you had this need to please is because it came from a place of wanting to feel nurtured. If I nurture one, they'll nurture me back. If I create this energy about them, they'll give it to me back, right? Because that's that always that acceptance that you are looking for that you never receive from your mother. And God is saying, I need them to come to me and ask me to clarify their blueprint. Because there's things on that answer key and on that study guide. You ever heard a teacher say the study guide is exactly of the test? There are things on that study guide that don't actually make you an A on the test. Thank you. Excuse me. And I just keep hearing God say, I need them to come to me because that ain't right. You ever had a test and you know you got the right answer and the teacher's like, no, my answer's right. And then come to find out the teacher looks back and says, hey, y'all was right. I did make an error. See, the admitting of wrongdoing is something that a lot of mothers have not been able to do. Accountability is a generational curse that a lot of our families have lacked. I pay the bills, so you should do this. I'm your mother. You should do this. You should follow this. You should do this. And God is saying, mm, yeah, you should respect your mother, but mm, that's not right. Mm -mm. That's not right. Um. Mm, yeah, you, you, you really are supposed to respect your elders that are short in your days, but mm, they did some things that, that wasn't right. And I want you to stop excusing the things that they have done for you because they're your mother. And those are God's words. I want you to stop making excuses and reasons of why you are not getting the reciprocated energy from your mother because that's your mother. Yeah, I want you to stop that. Yeah. Um, I know you feel like it would be disrespectful to your mother to stand on your boundaries, but God says, I'm going to hold your hand and I want you to say what you need to say. I want you to say 
what I need you to say. Go ahead. I remember I, I when um back in June, it was it was right about cancer season. I had um I had to tell my parents how I felt and what I had realized that they had done and stuff like that around the full moon in Sagittarius about how they just didn't do right. And um I was very angry. I was very angry because it made me it made me angry because I realized I was never wrong. I wasn't I wasn't wrong. I wasn't misunderstood. I wasn't that you just didn't have the mental and the spiritual capability to protect me in the way that was needed. So that has gone into my adulthood of being feeling unsafe with people. The more I've gotten closer to God and my grandmother that is no longer with me, the I've felt more safe with people I can't see than with people I can't. And that is fucking crazy. That's petrifying to a child. That was something that I could not have my kids deal with. I can't have you feel safe with people you can't see more than, than me as a physical being. So whatever I have to do to release this energetic thing or field or problem of stagnancy, I will. So I remember I was going through it so emotional that day and I'm a little tearing up right now, but we're not going to worry about that. And um, when I finally got my life together, I text both of them a very in-depth message and it was very direct. And God said, I want you to say what you need to say, but I've taught you how to use your words and I've taught you not to be hurtful. I've taught you to be truthful and I taught you to speak your truth. And I said, okay, okay. And I felt like as when I was typing, there would be a part of me that would get angry and I'd start to say something intentionally to hurt my mother and I would backspace it and I, I, would, I would substitute it with the fact. And I felt that there was this presence of a, a godly presence that was holding my hand as I walked up to the stage and I had the mic and I didn't, I didn't, no, 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 no. I spoke with power. I don't like the way you've treated me. I don't like that you've done this. You've been mentally, physically, emotionally abusive to me and I don't like it. I love you. I forgive you, but you got to talk to God about that because God told you you shouldn't have ever did that. I said some very truthful things that I know probably hurt to the core, but it was my truth. And I said it with love and I said it with grace. I told my father, I said, I can't deal with this insecure and hostile environment that you are creating between us. I'm realizing that you, there are parts of you that are in the men that I date and I don't like it. I don't like it. I love you, but I don't care to deal with relationships that aren't reciprocal, regardless if we are family or not. When I sent those messages, the response that I got from either one of them, it showed where they were mentally and emotionally, and it made me understand I wasn't wrong. There is a time that is coming up for a lot of you guys that of departure where God is saying, you are not wrong. And I'm going to be honest with you. As you depart, you are going to have feelings of, damn, is this really what I'm going to do? Can I really stomach the fact that I probably will never talk to them again? You'll be okay. 
because there is a part of you that is attached to them that no longer resonates with who, who God sees you to be. You'll be okay. It'll come up every now and then when you think about it of them, like, I really set my boundary. But when you think about how you were betrayed and how you were not loved and how you were not protected, I'm telling you that every single time beats it. No, I won't self-betray myself. I won't hold resentment and say, oh, fuck you, mom, and fuck you, dad, and fuck you, grandma, fuck you. I won't have that resentment, but what I will have is I will never allow you in my space because of the fact of you do not appreciate and cherish me as a person. My grandma love don't hurt. God love don't hurt. Why love hurt from you? I don't want to deal with that, and I don't have to deal with it. You've done your job. You birthed me. I got to 18. I ain't dead. I ain't in jail. I didn't have no babies. I ain't, I ain't on no drugs. I'm good. I'm smart. I'm successful. I'm powerful, and I'm beautiful. Thank you for doing your job. I got it. Thank you for doing your job. I got it. I'm no longer a burden on anybody. I'm no longer being put and thrown on somebody. I am who I am and I don't have to deal with that. So therefore, don't worry. I got it. We're good. Thank you. And I say that with the utmost respect and gratitude. Thank you. Because, see, I stopped thinking about myself and I started thinking about my children. And, you know, a lot of people said, oh, um, well, if they treated you like that, trust me, they won't treat your children like that. I won't even give you the chance to treat my children the way you've done me. I won't even give you the opportunity to treat my children in the way you treated me. Because, see, there were things that you chose to do. And therefore, do you think I will give you the opportunity to choose to treat my children like that? You have lost your mind. And I won't betray myself for my children to have a relationship with you knowing I don't even feel comfortable. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. Because the, the energy that we are realizing is when God says he's putting the fathers against the sons, the mothers against the daughters, the mother-in-law against the, the, the daughter-in-laws, is the seven deadly sins. That is what has been conspired around this time, is the seven deadly sins. And the key word that God keeps saying is deadly. You think if I know that I've broken generational curses and I got the key to the kingdom, to the sacred space. I'm going to keep energy around me that I got to watch over my back to make sure you won't cross me up again. No. And I mean that. No. I did work for people that I haven't even seen. Ancestors I don't even know. I refuse to continue to walk a path of least resistance and have to look over my shoulder because I don't know if you will keep me in this deadly energy. I can't, I won't, I shall not. And God is saying, you don't have to. I promise you, I'm not going to shorten your days if you stand up for yourself. Why would I shorten your days for you standing up to who's disrespecting you? I said, you know what? You're right. 
And we got that misconception of people basically trying to identify what's disrespect towards them. It's not disrespect. You don't like it because of the fact that I'm standing up for myself. Let's call a spade a spade, bitch. You don't like the fact of that I want for me and not for you. That's why it's disrespectful. It ain't disrespectful as long as you're the one benefiting from it. So since you can't benefit from it no more, now it's deemed as disrespectful. Fuck you. A lot of you guys are going to have to take this stance of power before we get to Scorpio season. Or you're going to let people that disrespecting you mentally, physically, energetically, and spiritually fuck you up next season. And God says, I need you to be real clear with them because I got their souls coming down to conquer missions that I got. That's a part of the plan. And I don't got time for people to be messing up what I'm doing. So you tell them, OG, I said, get that shit together because I got a plan and I take anybody down that's going to come against my plan. So you either going to stay down or you going to get down. What's up? See, people see God in this light of such love and luxury that y'all forget he rules all. He's created all. So if he rules all, created all, you must know he not finna let you mess up the plan. He already got a whole devilish spirit out here trying to corrupt all his kids. So you think that he finna allow the ones that have been brave, the ones that have stood up to them, the ones that have been open and vulnerable and, and positive and graceful and peaceful. You think God finna let you, you think you really think that. Welcome to death row, bitch. God ain't going for none of that. None of it. Your ancestors ain't going for none of it. They've been sitting in a, a, a crowd in the bleachers just waiting on one of us to say, I'm going to go against every fucking norm that this family got. I don't care what it is. Whatever I feel like don't add up. I got I, they've been waiting on just one of us. To the point where, where all the ancestors used to sit on the home team. Some of them said, you know what? They ain't going to never win a game. Let's we're going to go to the away team where they started to be against us. Your own ancestors went over to the other side because they didn't have faith that even just one of their kids or one of their children, one of the family members would be the ones to break the generational curse and bury it. So you think the last few ancestors that are in the home section gonna let anybody touch you? I bet the fuck not. I bet the fuck not. These ancestors are pissed. They're pissed. They're pissed because they're pissed. And, and, and this is going to sound crazy, but let me tell you why they pissed. They pissed because they watching their children or the people or, how, well, you, yeah, you're a child of them. They're watching their children take hits energetically, physically, spiritually, and mentally. And they're watching their children sit there and take these stones and not fight back because God is telling them that they are bigger than that. And it's pissing them off because see, while they know what God is telling them, you still find some business to be out here fucking with their kids. They're pissed. Yesterday in my live, the divine mother came out. 
it was a woman of the moon and she had her eyes and she was looking down because the Lord is watching you and they are seeing all the things that you're doing to corrupt their energy, throw magic, throw dirt, throw this energy field of negativity on them and they are pissed. They all looking, they all at the airport. They looking at the little signs about when the, when this plane is apart. They watching to see when the soul is going to arrive to the central station of healing. Some of these ancestors is able, they, they got a plan. Some of them is supposed to be there to arrive your soul, to get to your inner child and, 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 and privately. You know what else I've been seeing? I've been seeing a lot of private terminals of flying. To where you don't even have to go in the airport of the with the public. I've been seeing a lot of private transfers from the plane to the suite. From the suite into the next plane where you can have privacy. I've been seeing that lately. And I was like, well, God, I'm glad you're showing me my next luxury life. He said, yes, yes, Erica. Yes, I am showing you your next luxury life. But I'm also showing you how this is going spiritually. See... When, how the service works is you get off the plane and you get straight into a car on, on the, on the, on the landing, whatever it is, whatever, whatever that little, the little, 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 the little parking, parking lot for the, for the planes at the gate. So while everybody else is getting off at the gate and they going through that little tunnel thing to get to the gate in the airport, you've had a private car pick you up and take you to this private suite with all these snacks and all this stuff. And you get to hang out there and all that and wait on it until they call you for the car to come pick you up to take you to your next plane. And it's funny because the girl that I saw in the video, she was wearing all white. I said, Ooh. So there's some ancestors that right now they're waiting for you to arrive so they can do this private transfer. And there's other ancestors that are waiting for other people's soul to get there so they can beat your ass. Because this is where you're going to get your healing. So where you're going to get your healing so you could actually become a better person and come inner child, muggle, and higher self. You got some lessons to learn. And you also got some debt to pay. See, in the Bible last night, God said, I need y'all to solve these problems before you get to court. Because once you get to court, the judge is going to take you to jail. And where you take the jail, you're going to have to pay every penny. See, the Lord didn't say every dollar. He didn't say every quarter. He didn't say every five. He said every penny. A hundred pennies equals a dollar. Yeah. That's a lot of money. That's, that's a lot of debt to pay when it's by the penny. See, in today's verse of the day, and it's funny that today's the 13th, which gives me Scorpio energy. Oh, excuse me. I'm so sorry. Thank you for confirmation. Oh, double confirmation. Excuse me. See, because in James five, it says warning to the rich. And now you rich people, which we talked about in Luke last night about how rich people are fools and how you try to get all these things for your benefit and you still end up losing who you're going to give it to. Right. Here we go. Warning to the rich. And now you rich people, listen to me, weep and wail over the miseries that are coming upon you. Your riches have rotted away and your clothes have been eaten by moths. Your gold and silver are covered with rust and this rust will be a witness against you and will eat up the flesh, eat up your flesh like fire. 
You have piled up riches in these last days. You have not paid any wages to those who work in your fields. Listen to their complaints. The cries of those who gather in your crops have reached the ears of God, the Lord Almighty. Your life here on earth has been full of luxury and pleasure. You have made yourself fat for the day of slaughter. You have condemned and murdered innocent people and they do not resist you. Yeah. You see where the Lord has said, the cries of those who gather in your crops have reached the ears of God. I told you yesterday I was just crying. I didn't know what else to do. I just kept crying. I could feel the rage of my grandmother because I just kept having chills. And I was so, I guess, confused. Or why was I even crying? Because, I mean, I know what's going on. I know everything's okay. But something in me, it was this, it was this cry of just like, it was just a cry. And I could feel the energy of my grandmama's skin boiling because she was pissed. Because it must be something that she knows that I don't because I'm just crying and I don't really know why I'm crying. But she, she got this feeling of anger. Oh, I can't believe I'm crying right now. Y'all understand. My grandma makes me cry so much because she just makes me feel so safe to be vulnerable. And when I think about it, it says the patient, the, the patience in prayer. Like I said, I know what's going on. I prayed. Be patient, then my friends, until the Lord comes. See how patient farmers are as they wait for their land to produce precious crops. They wait patiently for autumn and spring rains, and you also must be, you also must be patient. Keep your hopes high, for the day of the Lord's coming is near. Do not complain against one another, my friends, so that God will not judge you. The judge is near, ready to appear, my friends. Remember the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. Take them as examples of patience, endurance under suffering. We call them happy because they are endured. You have heard of Job's patience and you know how the Lord provided for him in the end. For the Lord is full of mercy and compassion. I got to lead by example so you know that what God said is real. I got to let you know that I've been angry. I've wanted to beat people to fuck up. See, people thought I was naive. They thought I was dumb. They, they underestimated me. But in reality, I always knew you've been touched by an angel because, see, I sat there and I knew what you was doing and I knew what you said and I knew and I didn't do anything because of the fact that I can't allow your judgment and your karma to get to me because I got bigger shit to do. I got shit to handle. I used to tell people, if you upset by the changes that I'm making, that's so, so sorry because I got shit to do. I can't deal with that right now. I got bigger fish to fry. I got shit I got to handle and I can't deal with you. You got your own shit going on. You trying to worry about what I got going on. And I got, I got shit to do. I can't, I can't stop what I'm doing to come beat you up because see, the time that I could have did, the time I took to beat your ass, I could have been working on how to make me some more money. So I got shit to do. So leave me alone. And I think God has finally just got to his breaking point of I'm tired of my children telling people to leave them alone. I'm tired of my children energetically telling people to leave them alone. I know them kids could come blow you the fuck up. Do you not know? I know in past lives that I have decided to be a representation of the devil and the God. In this lifetime, I was picked and I was poked and I was taunted and I was just every fucking little thing. And I just was like, God, I'm trying not to lose my shit. But people is fucking with me. Tell them to leave me alone. 
I don't be bothering people. I don't be doing anything to them. Tell them to leave me alone. I feel my grandma has had her within of her of me telling her to tell people to leave me alone. Because they know I chose to go this route of God this time. I chose to. It was an argument between the devil and God that God, God said, she going to choose me. I promise you this lifetime, she going to choose me. She going to do the right thing. She not going to do nothing. I promise you. And I did. I don't have a, a, a soft mindset to just talk shit about people. I really be ready to end motherfuckers in real life for real. I do. That's why I have so much self-control. That's why I don't fight people. That's why I don't let, if you touch me, you need to be ready for what the fuck gonna happen because I'm gonna take it to hell. And I got so much discipline and so much self-love for myself to just say, I'm gonna let God take care of you. May God bless your dumb ass. That be my gift of love for you. That be my gift of peace for you. And God know that. God know that about me. And I'm just saying, I just feel God is saying, I am so tired of my children coming to me crying about people needing to leave them alone. I clearly see it ain't them. I'm clearly observing to see if they trying to play victim. And they not. So why can't y'all leave my children alone? See, y'all about to make me mad. You about to piss me off. Leave them alone. I got them doing something. See, now you about to make me wake my savage up. Now you about to make me crank it up so I can let y'all know why they call me God. Because leave them alone. I've watched them. I've studied them. I've seen them. They ain't doing shit. You steady want to fucking play with them. Stop fucking playing with my children. God is giving ancestors the A-OK to rat-tat-tat people. I told people a year ago, my grandma going to tear you up for what you've done to me. It's sirens going off. My grandma been waiting on the green light to come tear people up. She had to make sure I need you clear of everything. I need you clear of everything. I need, hey, 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 is she good? God, like, nah, she still got a little bit of healing to do. We got to make sure she can release that completely before we give karma. My grandma been sitting on the edge of her seat, pissed. She done picked up. A, I, you know, one thing I realize is when I'm in that type of energy and I go ahead and roll me a blunt, because I don't normally roll blunts out of stress anymore. When I roll a blunt out of stress, I can see my grandmama with a cigarette in her hand and she don't even smoke cigarettes. I can see her puffing a cigarette so damn hard because she's just waiting. Her leg is shaking because she's just waiting so she can get to you because of the fact that you keep fucking with her children. You're messing with her child. See, our ancestors have this energy of protection and God keeps bringing that up. Protection, protection. But see, I can't let you do what I need you to do until they clear all types of energetic court because I don't need them to be attached to any of that karma. That's why the transmutation has been coming up. So instead of you being angry, instead of you being embarrassed, instead of you being stressed, instead of you being that, you transmute that energy into something that could benefit you and help the release of that person fast. 
That's why a lot of people can't figure out how I do it. Bitch, I'm jumping timelines faster than you know. Because I transmute all that energy that's been thrown in me as a stepping stool. So in reality, bitch, keep hating on me. Because the more you hate on me, the more successful I am. Because I literally take it and flip it. I'm the real street life, bitch. I use the street skills that I've known in past life to in this life for energetic gain. So the same game I probably did back in the day to sell drugs, I used that mental to now build myself up on my business in this, in this time. In the time that I probably prostituted and stripped back then, I used that same mindset now. I use what I got to get what I want. That's why I'm winning. That's why you, you're never going to catch me. It's funny because today when I was doing my virtual diary, I realized all throughout the damn thing I was closing doors. Two birds, it's birds that just started flying right here. Yep. I realized I was closing doors so you can't bring your ass through them. I'm closing things so you can't bring your ass through them because you know, you're too, you're too slow. Gotta be faster than that, my boy. <laughs> You're getting caught. See, the devil's getting caught behind doors being closed. See, in the Bible, Lord says, be patient then, my friends, until the Lord comes. See, how patient farmers are. Oh, hold on. Sorry, I read that. My bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. Let me get down to it. Sorry. The, ju the judge is near, ready to appear, my friends. Remember the prophets who spoke the name of the Lord. Yep, we said that. We call them happy. Yep, we said that. Okay, here we go. Above all, we're James 5, 12 now. Sorry, my bad, y'all. Above all, my friends, do not use an oath when you make a promise. Do not swear by heaven or by earth or by anything else. Say only yes when you mean yes and say no when you mean no. And then you will not come under God's judgment. Are any among you in trouble? They should pray. Are any among you happy? They should sing praises. Are any among you sick? They should send for ch the church elders who pray for them and rub olive oil on them in the name of the Lord. It's funny. I bought me a new bottle of olive oil because I looked at my old one and somehow some gnats got in it. I said, how the fuck did y'all get in this oil? I said, y'all, I see y'all trying to, you, you, I see you're trying to uh, get a part of the Lord's anointing and see what happens is the gnats got caught in the olive oil and they're dead. The Lord says, the prayer made in faith will heal the sick. The Lord will restore them to health and the sins they have committed will be forgiven. So then confess your sins to one another and pray for one another so that you will be healed. The prayer of a good person has a powerful effect. Elijah was the same kind of person as we are. He prayed earnestly that there would be no rain and no rain would fail. No, and no rain fell on the land for three and a half years. Once again, he prayed, the sky poured out its rain and the earth produced its crops. My friends, if any of you wander away from the truth and another one brings you back again, remember this, whoever turns a sinner back from the wrong way will save that sinner's soul from death and bring about the forgiveness of many sins. See, the part that I'm already getting from this that I hear is the Lord saying, so, con so then confess your sins to, to one another and pray for one another. See, one thing, one thing I always pray for people is when they throw me energy, I always say, God, I pray that they see the insecurities in themselves of why they are so much animosity towards me. I pray that they see a mirror of where they need to heal while they're trying to reflect all that negative energy to me. See, I pray for my haters to be better thems. I don't pray for them to have better. 
I pray for them to be a better them. Because how are you trying to be a better you worrying about a bitch like me? You don't even realize I pray for you to find yourself. That's why I'm beating you up mentally because you're, you, you can't, you, what you can't figure out is why do you love me? Why do you admire me so much? And in reality, the admiration you see in me is the same admiration you can see in yourself. And the reason why I'm still beating your ass spiritually is because I prayed for you. When you thought somebody was doing magic and, and talking crazy, I really prayed for you. You just have never had somebody pray for you under those circumstances. You've had people pray on your downfall. You've had people pray on your emotions, your vulnerability. I prayed for you to be a better version of yourself. Look how you played yourself. So then another part that I see was the fact that it says um, he prayed earnestly that there would be no rain and no rain fell on the land for three and a half years. Once he once again, he prayed the sky poured out its rain. And the earth produces crops. See, the part that that gave me is the fact that yesterday it rained and I was crying was giving me the, the releasing of emotions. It's funny, the sun is coming out. And then today is, I was born by the river. Now, I'm about to look up Elijah's part because, hold on, how much time I got? All right, all right, I got no time. Hold on. See, Elijah's story in the Bible is to identify the doubts and struggles Elijah's experienced in our own faith journey. And from Elijah's story, we can receive assurance about who God is and what we can expect from him. See, see the part that it says here says, no one could be resurrected until Christ came forth from the tomb. So Elijah, in, so Elijah, in order to perform his special mission, needed to be translated. Transmutation, right? Translation means to be changed in a way that your body is no longer subject to sickness, death, or physical pains. You see what I'm saying? And Elijah being was the prophet known for defending the worship of God and performing miracles in God's name. See, I can't, God says, I can't seem to understand why the energy is being thrown so much on my children because they're actually doing what they're supposed to do. See, the whole class won't get punished for what y'all didn't do. See, there was a time where the whole class got punished. And then by the time we got to the end where there was a pizza party or whatever it was, the kids that did not do good the entire year that the teacher observed, they had to sit back and write sentences where the other kids were at the pizza party. And it was, oh, well, why can't we do it? You were acting up the entire year and now you expect to be rewarded? No, 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 no. You sit tight, okay? Because you got some tilling to do. And... I just want to say, I know this, this podcast has definitely been emotional, but it has been very releasing for me and it's been very um, powerful for me, empowering to me, excuse me. And I just feel like the pizza party is here and everybody's getting their invitations and those that aren't are having to sit back. And over the next two weeks, there is this thing of grandma's baby. What's that song? Grandma. Mm, what's that song? 
grandmas. It's this old school, old like old school song. Grandma, Alexa, play Grandma's Hands. Here's Grandma's Hands by Bill Withers on Amazon Music. Clapped on church on Sunday. Grandma's hands used to issue out a warning. But I don't have grandma anymore. If I get to heaven, I'll look for grandma's hands. Oh my God, I gotta get off. <laughs> I gotta get off because the Lord have mercy. And this came from an album of Just As I Am. But the key words that I keep hearing is grandma's hands soothe the local unwed mother. Grandma's hands used to ache sometimes and swell. Grandma's hands used to lift her face and tell her she'd say, Baby, grandma understands. I told you, I, I told I literally said this in my video today. Play the tambourine. You see how you see how many tasks and how many roles Grandma played. You know, y'all look. I'm gonna leave y'all off with this. I love y'all so much. Thank you for tuning into another episode. I love you. Bye.